joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, your host for the show today. And today we're going to talk with Dr. Leslie Phillips. She is a speaker, an author, a workshop leader, meditation teacher, healer, and clairvoyant reader. And she began her career as a Ph.D. scientist and businesswoman in the biotechnology industry. However, Leslie was always interested in meditation and spirituality, and she developed her abilities in parallel to her busy career. Now, before coming to Canada in 1988, she trained in meditation, healing, and clairvoyance at the School of Insight and Intuition in Richmond, which is in the U.K., She's also a member of the Rainbow Bridge DreamWork Group, where she explored dream incubation, dream reentry, astral travel, shamanic journeying, and dream symbol interpretation. Now, early in her spiritual journey, she received much guidance and experienced many premonitions through her dreams, having kept a dream diary since childhood. Now, right now... Much of her formal spiritual training was at the CDM Spiritual Teaching Center in Seattle where she was mentored by renowned author and speaker Mary Ellen Flora. And so what Dr. Leslie Phillips is going to share with us today is the, one of my most favorite things in the world uh, for uh, bringing balance and relieving stress and just creating peace, joy, and harmony in our lives. She is going to share with us her wisdom about the subject of meditation. And so, Dr. Leslie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rochelle. It's really great to uh, to be here talking to you today. It's very nice to have you. Now, I just want to jump in because I'm a certified meditation specialist, and I got that training um, a while back um, as a way for me to get continuing education units for the renewal of my nursing license here in California. And I have been meditating since I was probably like 18, 19 years old um, and really enjoy what it has done for me. And so I want you to share right off the bat, what are the benefits of meditation? There are actually many benefits to meditation, and um, maybe I'll separate them into two groups. On the one hand, meditation is fantastic um, for helping you to relax, for helping you to let go of stress, and um, and so you know it's really great for people who lead a really busy life lifestyle. You know, running around, uh, lots of thoughts, lots of worries. It really helps you to calm down. Um, there are actually also lots of health benefits to meditation. So there's been a lot of scientific studies into um, how meditation um, helps people deal with illness and um, and so on. So there's really a great mind and body aspect to the benefits of meditation, but there's also um, a spiritual aspect for meditation um, because, of course, meditation is something that people have been practicing for thousands of years and uh, many spiritual belief systems use meditation in order to connect with a higher power or their, um, their God concept. Wow. That, you know, I, I can talk about meditation and the benefits it's had on my life, um, you know, on and on. But I, I, I'm so glad you mentioned that it has, you know, benefits of, in all areas of mind, body, spirit, because um, me being an Ayurvedic health practitioner, that's what we 
we believe in treating all three, and meditation is one one tool that can be utilized that will benefit all three of those areas and, and help restore balance. So um, I think it's, it's just wonderful to have you here. Now, can you share with us, um, for those of you guys out there listening, I'm just going to keep it real basic in the beginning, and then we'll get a little bit more um, into uh, more of what Dr. Phillips can share with us. But um, can you share with us exactly for those of people out there that may be listening but really don't know or may think they know what meditation is, um, can you really share with us exactly what meditation is? Absolutely, I can. Um, There are actually many different ways that people meditate. And so if you're out there and it's something that you haven't explored yet but you're interested in doing it, um, you know, when you go out there to, to, to find out about it, you may come across a variety of different teachers. And what each one teaches might be um, a little different. And so um, I can tell you about the style of meditation that I teach, um, and I can also just tell you a little bit about other types of meditation that there are. So um, some practitioners um, would be teaching you to just completely empty your mind and enter a state of stillness. Some meditation teachers might um, take you through a walking active meditation. Um, other meditation teachers may have you um, chant mantras and um, as, a, as a way of entering um, an altered state. The type of meditation that I teach is a sitting meditation. Um, so people are sitting in a chair as opposed to being cross-legged, which is another common um, way that people um, will do their meditations. And what it involves is um, a series of visualization techniques. Now, they're not just visualization techniques. They're actually ways of actively working with energy. And so somebody in my class, I would be talking you through um, a series of tools and techniques um, that you are you're sitting still, but you're actually moving energy with your mind. <laughs> love it, love it. You know, um, there. You guys out there listening, there are like um, Dr. Leslie Phillips said. There are many different forms of meditation, and um, my suggestion is to just you know, go out and explore and and try them all because one may fit better for you and, and how you like to do things versus another or you may find that you like them all and that just opens up a more vast variety of what you have to help you have optimal health and wellness. Now, this is a question that I get oftenly and so I, I want you to, you know, kind of share with it. The listeners, you know, we talked about, you know, what meditation is and, and some of the benefits, and we'll go more into the benefits later. But how does one, you know, uh, let, let me back up. What suggestions would you give to someone that is new to meditation or, you know, a beginning meditator with regards to just doing the meditative process? Okay, so the first thing I think is really helpful is to find a teacher that you like. I mean, you can buy a book, you can go out there and buy a CD um, and do it that way, but it's excellent to have a teacher because, an experienced teacher, because then if you hit any roadblocks or any challenges, then um, you have that person there with the benefits of their experience and their expertise to help you through that. Because, um, You know, a lot of people um, find it difficult, at least to begin with, to sit and meditate. And, you know, one of the reasons is that as you sit and meditate, you actually start to tune 
at least the style of meditation that I do, which pulls you more into your physical body. So it makes you more conscious of your physical reality and it makes you more conscious of your physical body. And what happens with a lot of people is they'll start to notice aches and pains. You know, when I sit and meditate, my back really hurts and so I can't sit still and I can't, you know, and so meditation's not for me. Um, or, you know, oh, my mind is so busy and I can't sit still. And so there are, there are ways that a teacher that can help you overcome those challenges. And really what's happening if you're experiencing aches and pains is you're starting to be more consciously aware of what's in your body. That pain and discomfort was there all the time. It's just that you were not fully present before you started really notice it so the trick is to keep meditating and to use the meditation techniques to help you heal yourself and to help you release and let go of that pain and if you have a busy mind when you meditate well you probably have a busy mind in your everyday life and the trick is to um, you know ask your teacher to, to, to help you with tools and techniques that can help you to um, let go of all of those busy thoughts and there are lots of techniques that can help you to do that thank you that that was that was beautiful now another question for the beginning meditator that often is asked is um, you you know you know you mentioned um about getting a teacher. Do you have any suggestions of how someone that's beginning to meditate where they could find a meditation teacher? Yes. Well, there are lots of us about. I guess the very first thing would be um, either you could do a search on the internet for meditation classes in your local area, or lots of towns and cities have um, local sort of free magazines and so on. And especially there, you know, are magazines that focus on. Um, mind, body, spirit, and usually in the back of those magazines, there are lots of advertisements for the different types of practitioners um, that are available um, in your area. Now, of course, you know, I'm based in Vancouver, and um, and that's where I teach. And, um, the, you know, there are other people through the um, Pacific Northwest that teach the same kinds of techniques that I do. Um, but, yeah, and, and I, I think, you know, probably more and more these days there are people who are actually teaching on, on, the, on, on, on the web as well. So it's just a case of doing a little bit of research, really. Um, or, you know, you know, talk to your, um, you know, friends and people that you know, um, you know, and, and somebody may give you a recommendation to uh, a teacher that they really like. Thank you. That's great. Um, so you guys out there listening, um, just just if you want to get a teacher, you know, like she like Dr. Phillips suggests, and you know, you can look online. You can check your community. I know some of the, in some of the smaller communities, uh, you may need to go to one of the larger cities to find uh, a meditation teacher or a meditation center. There are also those meetup groups too that they have, um, you know, that have popped up around the country, uh, or I should say, North America. That yeah, you know, you I mean. That that's a phenomenal idea. The meetup groups are really great. Although, you know, I guess one word of caution is that there are plenty of people out there who are um maybe not not really experienced as well, who might have had the odd little bit of um meditation practice and, and then they set themselves up as a teacher. So I'd just ask questions as well about um what training that teach the teacher has had and and uh how many years they've been doing it and and so on um because you want somebody who has a, a strong um experience teaching other people yes thank you um now another question that often comes up um with this this topic of meditation is you know I'm sitting there meditating you know as say the you, know, you become more aware of the physical body, so you notice the aches and pains and things of that nature, but also the rambling thoughts. I can't deal with, you know, all the thoughts that come into my head is, is 
you know, a lot of times is what I hear. I get, I sit there and there's just all these thoughts and then I totally lose what I'm supposed to be doing and, you know, how do you stop the thoughts from coming? Do you have any words of wisdom with regards to handling um, the ramps, you know, the influx of rambling thoughts that may surface? Yes, I do. Um, you know, number one is, it's, you know, if you have a teacher who's talking you through what you're doing, then focusing on that teacher's voice can help. But number two, um, like I mentioned before, there are techniques that you can utilize that help you to get away from that. And um, one of these techniques is called centering, and the other one is called grounding and so the grounding technique is the first meditation technique that I teach any of my students and it's um it's a, it, what you're doing is you're creating a flow of energy from an energy center near the base of your spine to the center of the earth and what that does is it helps anchor you into um your physical body but it also acts kind of like if you can imagine how um it acts like a um, well, like a, a drain <laughs> that you can release any energy that you want to let go of. And so you can be um, visualizing that you are letting go of um, your rampant thoughts down your grounding. But then the second technique, which is called centering, is, is fabulous as well, because in that technique, you place your conscious awareness in the very center of your head. And what that's actually doing is it's pulling your consciousness back from the frontal lobes of your brain. And the frontal lobes of your brain are, are really, is the thinking part of your brain. It's when you're having all those busy thoughts, that's where your energy and your consciousness is focused. And so you're kind of taking a step back from that part of your brain. And then you're seating yourself in a place in your physical body, which is called your pineal gland. Um, and people may have heard of that gland. It's, um, it has a lot of uh, mystical connections and connotations with spirituality and, um, and actually clairvoyance as well. And so you're, you're, you know, you're, you're seating your consciousness in the center, uh, in an energy center where which is responsible for having clear spiritual sight, for having clarity, and um, and that also then helps you um, be in a different state than you were when you're you were having all of those busy thoughts. Oh, nice, nice. What about this one? I start meditating, I feel really good, and then I fall asleep. Do you have any tools? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The one, the really best one for that is the grounding technique that I've already um, mentioned. Because what happens when you fall asleep is you're actually leaving your body. And, you know, we mentioned that some, some of the other types of meditation techniques actually kind of want you to leave your body. And that, you know, the ones that take you on a, on a, on a, on an imaginary journey into a, you know, I don't know, a forest or something, you know, you're actually leaving your body when you do that. But um, if you want to stay in your body, um, then the grounding technique really helps you. Because what that does is it creates an energetic anchor between you, the high vibration spiritual being, and your physical body and also the planet. And so it's helping connect you, the high vibration spiritual being, with the with your body, which has a much lower vibration, okay? And it's help, helping anchor you in and keep you there and keep you present. So if you find that you start to drift off and you start to leave your body, then the trick is to just um, go back to that grounding technique, tune into that energy center near the base of your spine, create that flow of energy that goes from there all the way to the center of the earth, and just even increase the flow of energy that goes from there to the center of the earth. And you'll find that that really, really helps you to stay <laughs> in your body. <laughs> Thanks, because, you know, I know when I first started meditating, oh, my gosh, I want to I guess 30 years ago. That was what those, you know, those were some of the things that came up for me. 
you know, the continual thoughts. And then once I got past the continual thoughts and, you know, it was a, a matter of, um, you know, getting so relaxed where I left and was, you know, I had fallen asleep. But the amazing thing was that I would wake up, you know, it was miraculous. Like it was set the time for me to meditate for 20 minutes and wake up at the end of that 20 minutes and just feel completely fabulous but really relaxed and uh-huh. you know, calm. And, and uh, if anyone has ever heard me talk about Ayurveda and the doshas and the body types, I'm a pitta dosha, so meditation actually cools fires within me. So that's why it's just, it's just, that's just one of the benefits um, that it has with regards to my my physiological processes. And those of you out there that may be fire in nature as well. Now, um, I want to go into a little bit about um, what it what it does for the mind with regards to enhancing, you know, um, our brain capa- our brain capacity capacity and the way we think. Now. How can meditation, or, or first of all, I want to ask you, can meditation help to restore uh, that mental clarity and focus that so many of us seek and desire nowadays? Yeah, absolutely it can. Because, it, like we said, it can help you let go of all of that um, confusion and busyness and thoughts darting all over the place. Um, it can help you. A lot of people um, as well spend their time either in their mind, they're worrying about the past, thing, you know, things that just happened that they were uncomfortable with or, you know, or worrying about um, events that haven't happened yet in the future, things they have to do in the future. And so um, meditation can really help you to narrow your focus and to home in to the present moment, to just where you're at right now. And so if you're focusing in just on where you're at right now, then that's a really um, narrow point of focus and it really helps you with your mental clarity. So it just helps you let go of anything that's in the way of you um, attaining that state of mind that you want to be in. But the the I mean, and there are techniques actually that you can use to um, meditation techniques that you can use to um, give a healing to your to your brain and physical parts of your body just to help you. Um, uh, you know, um, improve how it's functioning as well. Um, in some of the more advanced stuff I do, then we do things like that. Um, the other thing I was going to say to this is, um, as well as helping you with your mental focus, and why do we want to have mental focus and clarity? You know, it's usually so that we we can, I don't know, either perform a task better or we can make a dis- be clear about a decision that we want to make. And so, yes, you can um, use your intellectual mind to do those things, but there's also a higher facet that we all have as human beings, which is our intuition and our intuitive senses and our spiritual senses. And so meditation can help you get that higher level of clarity that comes from your intuition, where you instantly know something and you instantly know this is right. You instantly know, um, you know, which is the path that you want to take and so on without needing to pass it through the analytical brain. Love it. Now, I want to ask this question. Um, I'm asking a lot of questions, but I think it's, it's because I know people have asked these questions of me, and so I just it, it's good for those out there listening to just get a. I want to, you know, because I love meditation so much, I want to share as much of it as possible. And this is something that um, is perplexing. But can someone say if you have a you're having a problem? You, you're looking for solutions or you have a question and you want to get answers your questions is there can you get that um, while you're meditating absolutely 
Absolutely, you can. 100% you can. Yes. And, uh, you know, like I said, um, as part of the training I teach, um, I'm using, well, we're using meditation to help activate people's um, intuitive senses. And so, and so, yes. And, you know, just those two techniques that I've already described of being grounded and centered, being centered um, really places you in a position that you can be really clear. You can see um, the difference between the truth and a lie. Uh, you can observe your life and other people from a non-judgmental position. And you can really clearly see and know, um, you know, um, about a situation in your life and what course that you want to take. Um, now, another thing I wanted to just mention is, um, I think you asked in your last question, you know, how does meditation help us with our creativity? And I kind of answered it in one way, but it just occurred to me that there's another thing that meditation does for you is it does help you open up your creativity. And I'll just give you um, an example from my own life. Med you know, when I started meditating, one of the things that I started doing was I started painting. And I'd never really painted before, but it just seemed to open up a channel for me to, to do that and express my creativity in that way. And um, and those paintings that meditation helped me to do have ended up being an intuitive card deck um, called Portico Soul Essence Cards. But the other thing is that meditation helped me to write my book because it, so because I I meditated on clearing blocks to being able to be a writer clearing blocks to what I was meant to write about so that I opened a, a creative channel where the book really came through a meditative state. So I didn't create my book in a way some, you know, that some authors might by sitting down and mentally thinking, well, what am I going to write about and who's my audience and how am I going to sketch out the plot? Um, no, I just meditated and the content of the book, which is a spiritual adventure story, was already formed fully in spirit. And all I had to do to access the content of the book was get in a meditative state. And I was able to see the visions of the characters and what was happening in the book just play out before my eyes and write it down. So meditation is just a phenomenal tool for opening up your creativity on all levels. Whether, you know, whether it's a decision you have to make, whether you want to undertake a creative project, um, you know, whether even when you, if you have a scientific or mathematical problem to solve, there are cases, uh, many cases in history of famous people like Einstein and so on, um, and Kekulé solving scientific problems from an altered state of consciousness, you know, either when they were dreaming or when they were daydreaming. And so, you know, meditation, it just opens up, it opens up so much for people. Now, is there a specific time, uh, amount of time that one should meditate? Well, I, you know I mean, like, yes, sorry. I do. I do. And, you know, a lot of a lot of teachers will tell you, well, you need to meditate for an hour every day and or you need to do it at, you know, you need to get up at five o'clock in the morning or whatever. So I'm not like that. I think it's about people finding their own rhythm and what will work for them. And and I also believe that, you know, if you've just started meditating, you might have to ease yourself into it. You might not be able to sit for an hour when you first start. So 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 maybe you start with twenty minutes and, and, and build your way up. You know, and I and I think, you know, it also depends on your lifestyle, it depends on your job, it depends on your family situation. You know, it's like what works for you. You know, um, what works for you when you can have some quiet time and some downtime to, to sit and do this? And so um, so I think, I mean, an hour a day is fantastic, but I wouldn't, 
turn that into a an absolute perfect expectation of what everybody should be doing. You might do 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening. You might fit it in in your in your lunch break at work. You know, so it's it's really what works for you. Wonderful. Perfect. This is a great time to I need to um take this time right now to recognize one of the sponsors of the show. And then we will get back to Dr. Leslie Phillips and have her tell us more about meditation and her book and um, share her wisdom of this um, spirituality with us. Now, I have a fabulous sponsor that I'd like to share with you called 21 Drops. And 21 Drops is an essential oil company that believes that essential oils are the root of it all. In fact, they believe that they benefit the mind, body, and spirit. Now, 21 Drops knows that these highly fragrant um, and highly concentrated molecules that are extracted from the various parts of the plant, such as the leaves, flower, wood, and seeds, represent a critical part of both the plant's immune system and its survival mechanisms. Now, what makes this important to humans is that because plants and man have evolved alongside each other with the same chemistry for many, many, many thousands of years, once these oils are either inhaled or absorbed into the bloodstream, they interact with our bodies, creating balance and wellness. And that, my friends, is what the principle of aromatherapy is based upon. At 21 Drops, they source their essential oils from organically grown herbs and plants that are collected from all over the globe. And resulting distilled oils are in their purest, most effective form, which makes them highly therapeutic. Select essential oils are carefully fused together to create what um, 21 Drops calls their customized blends, and they have customized blends to answer all solutions or problems or challenges, as I like to say, anything from headache to heartache. 21 Drops captures the incredible power of the pureness of the essential oils for our therapeutic purposes and to be able to use them absolutely in the best ways to enhance our well-being. But what else 21 Drops believes is that by doing their beautiful work for us, they help to empower their friends and their customers to feel better and be better. So if you're looking for a, an essential oil that's 100% organic or wild-crafted that are sourced from distillers from around the globe that really take precious care with the plants that they extract these beautiful molecules for to make these beautiful essential oils, then I highly suggest that you check out 21 Drops. And you can check them out at the, the number 21 Drops with an S dot com. Again, that's 21 the word drops dot com. And thank you. They would highly appreciate you checking them out. They've got some really good stuff, you guys. Now back to Dr. Leslie Phillips. You know, um, with regards to the benefits that meditation has on our mind and our body, can meditation actually, if 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 a person is somewhat spiritual or even if they're not, can meditation help activate their spiritual senses so that they become more, become first of all, become aware of them, or become more aware of them? Absolutely. 100%. I teach people how to activate and open their intuitive abilities and the way that we do it is through meditation. So if if that's something that you're interested in, then this is a phenomenal tool to help you to do that. Because you're, in meditation, you're quieting the mind you're uh, removing yourself temporarily from um, all of those external stimuli um, and um, and tuning into more subtle energies. And also, because there are these great techniques that I've been talking about, like grounding and centering, then you're actually setting up your energetic system in a way that... Um, stimulates and uh, that stimulates your spiritual abilities and puts you in a in a position or in a state of 
being that you can start to tune into them. So like I said, the example of centering, you're sitting in the center of an energy center. Some of you may have heard the word, word chakra, <laughs> uh, which is um, a Hindu term meaning spin, spinning wheel. And it's part of the human energy, energetic system. And these chakras contain spiritual information and they contain your information on your spiritual abilities. So for example, the one in the center of your head um, is your sixth chakra or your brow chakra. And that contains your clairvoyance, your ability to see clearly as spirit. So by placing your consciousness right in the center of that chakra, you're activating it, you're stimulating it, and you're also increasing your awareness of it. And, and of course, that's one example. There are many different spiritual abilities, and meditation is a great way to access and activate and start using all of them. I love it. Now, would you recommend um, meditation uh, for children? Absolutely, I would recommend. I recommend meditation for absolutely everybody and you know this is something i'm really passionate about meditation but and i'm also passionate about every human being on this planet being able to reach their full potential and by that i mean um being able to um, be who they're really meant to be in the world and also being able to access all of these different abilities and capabilities that we have as human beings that most of us, the vast majority of us, um, are not using. You know, because we, what tends to happen is our culture doesn't, widely doesn't, acknowledge that these senses exist or encourage them. So most children, all children are born spiritually open. All children, um, when they're little, they can see a spirit and they're tuned into um, the subtler senses. And why wouldn't they be there? You know, that, that's where they've come from. They've just come directly from spirit or from God, depending on, on, on how what terms you want to use to describe it. And, and what happens is, you know, maybe they have an invisible friend or maybe they have um, spiritual experiences. And, and if they're lucky, they have a parent that, um, you know, will recognize that as a real experience and encourage it. But most often than not, they don't. And so it's, it's you know, Johnny's imagination. It's not real. He'll grow out of it. Um, focus on learning to read and write. Focus on your schoolwork. For, you know, and so we get programmed in a particular direction that steers us away from much of our natural abilities. So I'm absolutely passionate about helping a whole generation of children not to lose that and that's really what my book is about uh it's it's a it's a spiritual adventure story and it's written in a fairy tale tale style way that both adults and children can enjoy and so i'm hoping it will help children not to close their spiritual abilities down it, it, it teaches meditation in the story because the hero learns to meditate as a way of overcoming his uh, difficulties and um, it also shows how meditation stimulates these abilities in healing and in um, using your spiritual gifts and you know it's also my hope that it will help a whole generation of adults to remember more about who they really are. Beautiful. Um, just, just beautiful. I think it's perfect time to ask you about um, your book. Can you just, again, tell us the title of your book? The title of the book is The Midas Tree. So it's spelt... Um, M-I-D-A-S-T-R-E-E. -E. There's a website which is themidastree.com. Um, if anyone wants to find out even more about it or, or buy a copy, you can go onto that website. And like I, I mentioned, it's, um, it's a spiritual adventure story. It was born into the world uh, through meditation directly from spirit. 
and it is the the children who've read it describe it it reminds them of Alice in Wonderland. The adults who've read it, it reminds them of books like The Celestine Prophecy or Illusions by Richard Bach. And the reason is that it's it's a story and you can read it just on the level of, you know, it's a novel and it's a story and it's fun and it's adventurous. However, woven within that story are deep spiritual truths about the nature of reality and who we are and interwoven in that story are tools and techniques and processes that anyone and everyone can use to help them learn to meditate and get all of these benefits that we were talking about earlier uh, but also to activate their spiritual abilities and so um, it's it's just a phenomenal book and it's already been helping a lot of people I've had um, lots of adults write to me and tell me how it, how it's been helping them and how they've used the techniques that they've learned in their lives as well to help them. And, uh, you know, in brief, the story is about the hero of the book is called Joshua. And Joshua discovers a magical golden acorn which transports him to another reality within a tree. And the adventure takes place inside the tree. He wants to go home where he came from, which is a place called the Garden of Color and Light. But he's told, you can't go home yet, Joshua, because you have to fulfill your quest. Your, you have a specific purpose. that you. And so then the rest of the book is his adventures traveling all around the tree, uh, getting into all sorts of scrapes and uh, and meeting different spiritual teachers along the way who who help him overcome these obstacles. And so the book is really the story of enlightenment. It's an analogy to all of our lives. Um, we are spirit and we're born into a physical world and um, and everyone here on this planet has a purpose and a quest that they're meant to, something that they're meant to do with their lives and so that's really what the book is about and it's about giving you tools that help you get in tune with what is your purpose and tools that help you if you're you know on your life adventure you're encountering some difficulties no matter what it might be whether it's a relationship breakdown whether it's financial scarcity uh, whether it's um, the loss of a child, whether whatever problem you might be going through, this book has tools and techniques that you can really use and put into practice to help you cope with those difficult times. And not only cope with them, but turn your situation around so that you can consciously create the life that you really want for yourself. Oh, I like it. I like it. That sounds really, really, really nice. And you guys, we'll share again with you just at the end of the show how you can, again, get the book and um, connect more with Dr. Leslie Phillips with regards to her beautiful wisdom about what we're talking about today. I want to go back to now meditation and um, and ask you... You know how they have um, the meditation retreat. You know, um, they're all over the world. Do you recommend um, people, do you recommend attending a meditation retreat no matter where you are in your meditation journey, whether you're a beginner or, you know, intermediate? And, of course, if you're already advanced, you, you know, you, you don't have to address that. But do you recommend... Um, attending any types of meditation retreat. And I, I'm going to say one in particular, that I'm, I'm going to just get it even more specific. One in particular is um, a silent meditation retreat. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, I can. So, I mean, at the beginning we were talking about how there are many different types of meditation. And so, you know, there there is a type of meditation where, like practice where um, you... Um, you know, you don't talk. Maybe you don't talk for a week or two at a two at a time. Um, and so, um, now, do I recommend it? 
I guess I neither recommend it or don't. I, I myself personally have never been on a meditation retreat that lasted more than a day. I've done many, many meditation um, uh, retreats that were, were a day long. Um, but, you know, I guess what I personally advocate and like and enjoy and think is important is that you can integrate these practices into your everyday life. And so, you know, I think one of the dangers of going away on a, on, I don't really like to use the word danger, but one of the um, negatives, of, well, I don't even like to use that word, but one of the cons of going on a meditation retreat is it's kind of like an escape. It could be like an escape from your reality. And then when you come back to your ordinary life, um, how are you going to integrate what you've been doing into your daily life? Now, the pros of it are that that's some specific time that you've set aside for you to go and learn to meditate or to go and practice meditation and uh, where you've um, removed yourself uh, for a long period of time from all of the daily distractions and so on that you encounter in your life you know and it may give you the time to just process through some stuff and to reach some eureka moments about your life but the con is well how are you going to integrate that into your daily life when you get home and so and so you know myself my own path to learning and practicing meditation you know for many years i would go and do um you know every saturday actually i used to when in my training for a period of about 5 years i would do a full day of meditation but then i would be back in my life for the week in between um you know or and i would be practicing meditation for an hour a day and i'd be back in my life in between and um I'd be incorporating the meditation techniques not only when I was meditating, but also when I was going about my ordinary business. Because the techniques that I teach, the ones I'll repeat the same ones that I mentioned before, which is grounding and centering, you don't have to be in only use them when you're meditating. You can actually learn to use them when you're going about your daily business, and it's fantastic. I mean, I teach. Uh, social workers and healthcare workers and people like that, these techniques, and they use them when they're at work. So if they meet a difficult client and they ground and they center, it becomes much easier for them to deal with the difficult client. And a magical thing happens that unconsciously the client will match their energy vibration. And so the whole situation is diffused. So I guess I'm all about integrating meditation practices into your daily life. And so, you know, if you're somebody that, um, you know, it, it could be helpful if you've got, if you if you want to go away on a retreat as a way of introducing you or a way of taking you away for a while from your from your life but just be careful when you get back um you know that you that you continue with your practices yeah she's you know she absolutely something uh, perfect right there with regards to going to the meditation retreat and i've been to you myself and i happen to uh you know a, a one-day silent meditation a retreat, which was actually really interesting and really nice for me. Um, mm. But, you know, what you get there when you go to these retreats and bring it back into your actual life and actually incorporate it in, you don't want it to be too daunting of a, of a task because um, you'll just stop doing meditation altogether. You'll just get fed up and frustrated and you'll stop. Yeah. Yeah, or, or or you'll think of it as something that you do when you're on va- on a vacation time or something, you know, um, yeah. and that's what we're, you know what we're trying to get away from is 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 it, well, it's not an escape; it's something that you can incorporate and do every single day. Yeah, I am. I agree. Now, um, I want you to. I, I know we kind of you know in the beginning of the show or or, or towards the first part of the show, you know, we did talk about, you did mention there were different types of meditations, and I just talked to, you know, had you talk about the silent meditation, but another one I want I want you just to share your wisdom on is 
the um, mindful meditation. Can you just mm-hmm. share? Cause I, and the reason why I'm picking these ones out, you guys, for her to enlighten you with, uh, with is because these are, are common, um, or let me say becoming more common nowadays, and you may hear them if you start, you know, diving or, or exploring into meditation. You may hear these because these are more of what are the mainstream at this moment in time. And so that's why I want her just to share her wisdom with us with regards to um, these different types of meditation, just to give you a, a pretty vast amount of information when you leave the show today about meditation and, and how really you can incorporate incorporate it into your life. So, um, Dr. Leslie, could you please share a little bit of your knowledge and wisdom about the mindful meditation? Yes, absolutely. So you're quite right. Mindfulness meditation is one of the most common um, ones that you might hear about, especially as they're integrating that type of meditation into some of the schools. So there's a program, I think it's in Canada and the United States, called Mind Up, and it was started by, um, I think it's the Goldie Horn Foundation, actually, and and so that's bringing meditation to children, and it is really a form of mindfulness meditation that they're teaching. The other thing about mindfulness meditation is that it's very closely associated with the Buddhist faith. And, um, and a third thing about it is um, that's the type of meditation that seems to appear most frequently in scientific studies and scientific papers and that's one reason that it's being allowed into the school system and actually in some of the hospitals and so on because there's scientific data to back it up so those people you know in in the positions of power who you know um who need uh who need who need some proof um the proof is really there in 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 abundance and so um mindfulness meditation at least my understanding of it um is it, again it has a lot to do with increasing your focus and awareness on your life on yourself and on your physical body so for example um exercises in mindfulness might just include using use well using the breath to draw you into your physical body using the sounds around you to draw you into your physical body. Um, You know, using all the five physical senses as cues and tools to bring you into presence. So it's about bringing you into presence and increasing your consciousness um, of yourself and your life. And, you know, just... and it's great, and I guess this is another one of the reasons why it's great in schools because, um, you know, it's helping the kids to focus and not to be scattered and uh, and all over the place. So, um, so yeah, that's a great one to try for um, any of you people out there who are who are thinking of exploring meditation. Thank you so much for sharing that because um, you you, thought, you you it was fabulous. You gave them everything about it and you know that is one I'm glad you mentioned the one um, that they utilize with regards to when they're doing the research and the studies I have noticed that when they refer to meditation in the clinical practice of medicine and these clinical uh, research studies that they've done with regards to pain control and things of that nature it is always the mindful meditation processes that they are talking about and so thank you for just highlighting that aspect. Um, meditation has profound benefits uh, to our well-being. We just have to really just take time to explore it and make that beautiful time for ourselves. Now, um, getting close to summing things up, so if you had a few words to say with regards to um, meditation and enlightening the listeners today, um, that if there was something that you wanted to share that that is most pressing or you just it's just bubbling up inside you right now, could you please just share it with us? You know what I always want people want to tell people 
um, and for people to understand is that you you are not your physical body. You are spirit. You are a high vibration spiritual being. You're you're powerful beyond what you can possibly see, believe, and know from this physical perspective. You're eternal, and um, you're just magnificent. And uh, there's so much to who you are. And meditation is a way that you can start to really experience yourself as spirit and know yourself as spirit and start to uh, activate and reach your full potential because it can help you and it's really about you taking back your power it's about you taking charge of your life through meditation you can heal yourself you can create you can mani- you can learn to use med- meditation techniques to manifest and create what you want in the world uh, you can use it to let go of self-limiting beliefs, um, things that block you from moving forward in your life. Um, you know, so you are spirit, um, and uh, you're here in this world for a purpose, and meditation helps you connect with your purpose, and it helps you connect with um, how you're going to... Uh, live out that purpose so i want you to know that your spirit you're not your physical body and you're amazing you're amazingly powerful and uh and yeah and uh check out my book because it tells you all of the same kinds of things and the book is at www.themidastree.com and you can go and find out more about it you can click on um, a button that will take you to Amazon where you can purchase the book. And um, and if anyone is interested in connecting with me directly, you can email me at leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y, at themidastree.com. And um, I... In addition, I I do private training for people who want to learn how to meditate, who want to learn how to activate their spiritual abilities, who want to learn how to do healings. Um, all of these things that we've been talking about, um, I teach people over Skype and over the phone, so it doesn't matter where you live. And I also do clairvoyant readings and healings. I mean, we didn't get into the the, the readings yep. in any depth, but um, we look at uh, really give you a, a, a soul reading. So we look at you, the soul, why you're here in the current lifetime, what you've been up to in past lives, and we look at your energy system and what's going on and what you're learning about on a spiritual level in the current lifetime and um, answer any questions that you have about anything going on in your life. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today on Blissful Living. It has been a pleasure to have you share with us your wisdom regarding meditation and its benefits and the types and techniques and just all the goodness that we can benefit by incorporating meditation into our lives. And can you give the listeners one more time um, the website for um, connecting and getting the book or connecting with you? Yeah. So the book is called The Midas Tree, and the website for the book is www.themidastr.com. And you can email me, Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y, at themidastree.com. If you want to find out more about um, what I teach and how I teach and the readings I do, there's a second website, and that's drlesliephillips.com, and that's spelled D-R-L-E-S-L-E-Y-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. Dot com. So you have themidastree.com and drlesliephillips.com. And to keep it easy for the email, leslie at themidastree.com. Thank you very much, Dr. Leslie Phillips, for being a guest on Blissful Living today. And to all you listeners out there, 
I hope you enjoyed um, what she had to share with us and and learn a little bit more um, with regards to what meditation is and how you can do it and it's not really complex and, you know, how you can incorporate it into your life. And I am looking forward to all of you being listeners on next week's show. Um, I would like to close the show by saying I wish you true peace in your mind through the process of exploring your journey while you meditate. Now that's something different. Have a fabulous week, you guys. And as always, I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of fab, feeling fabulous, and uh, looking forward to having you all on the show next week. Take good care, everyone. Until then, bye-bye. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.